You're listening to JFTI with the two Lauras. This is the podcast for freelance social media managers. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about all of the different reasons why you might be getting low engagement on your content. Their names are the same, good friends they became. Together they put their brains and magic happened. I'm talking about the two Lauras, they'll be your biggest supporters, what the selling you'll need more of, I'm talking about the two Lauras, I'm talking about the two Lauras. Hello, welcome back. We are today going to be discussing why people don't engage with your posts on social media. This is a big one, isn't it? This is like one of those questions that people get really upset about when people are not engaging with them. Yeah. And they always blame the algorithm, right? Yeah, yeah. That pesky algorithm. God damn him. Yeah. So this this podcast is twofold. It's one for you as social media managers to remind yourself and stop giving yourself a hard time of some of these reasons, but also to have these reasons in your back pocket for when your client or potential clients also query this with you. So it's the, the kind of advice and the reasons, I guess, are, it, it doesn't matter whether you're a social media expert or not, it's still all relevant information. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to start with one, yeah. which is that you haven't given people a good reason to engage with you. Because let's face it, we scroll through our phones at a rate of knots these days, don't we? First of all, somebody needs to make me stop scrolling. So if you haven't done that, then I'm never going to engage with you. But secondly, you need to give me a reason to engage with you because otherwise I might smile, I might show my husband if he's next to me and then I'll crack on and scroll again. Yeah. Whereas if there's a call to action and a specific reason for me to actually like it, share it, save it, comment on it, then I'm more likely to do that. Yeah. I think another big one in the same kind of vein, because this is more about kind of your strategy really, isn't it? I say this based on me (laughs) and just assume everybody else is the same. If I've seen a post, I don't necessarily engage with it. I'll go and I might go over to the website. If it's Instagram, I might not even click in the link in the bio. I'll just get the business name and go into Google and go to the website and go and look at the product that they've potentially just spoken about. But I don't engage. I just have gone. Yeah. And I think also people maybe need to widen what their term of engagement is. Like it's not necessarily just liking, saving, commenting, et cetera, is it these days? It's have you posted something and then within the next few hours, somebody's DM'd you about it? Yeah. Have they clicked a product link? There's so many different ways that people have maybe seen a post and then be prompted to engage in another way. Yeah. It just doesn't necessarily track back in the analytics to that post. Yeah. Like we see, don't we? we? We see quite a big increase in our traffic on our website from Instagram but we can't put it down to one particular post no so therefore if we were just looking at the stats on a post you would think that it hadn't driven us any traffic yeah exactly I think it's engagement is a difficult I'm already digressing slightly but engagement is one of those things it's another vanity metric now I know it's good to get engagement I know it works well for the algorithm if you're you know getting all types of engagement but at the end of the day rarely is that the sole goal of clients kind of no. 
requirements or your requirements. You know, and often people go off and buy a product or send a DM or become a lead or whatever it may be, but they haven't actually engaged. Yeah, exactly. Like there's so many people who just lurk, isn't there, on social? Yeah, I don't engage unless I'm, you know, proactively doing it. When it's just me on an evening scrolling through social, I'm like a social media manager of the world's nightmare. So that's a good point though. I think it's also remembering that people use social media differently. And as social media managers, we expect people to engage, but Joe Blogs doesn't necessarily go on social media to engage with things and like and comment and what have you. And we are talking about human behavior here. Like you're expecting to make somebody, make a human move their finger on their screen and do an action. If you haven't given a reason to do it, they're not going to do it. We spoke about this on another podcast that we forget as social media people who like analyze everything. Joe Bloggs doesn't have a Scooby-Doo how these things work and what they mean and what the difference is between a reel and a video or an IGTV and a story. They just don't know because they are not as consumed in it as we are. And, And I think it's sometimes easy for us to forget that actually a lot of people they could love a post, they could read it, they could go and quote it to their friends next screenshot it and put yeah. it in a story or what have you. Yeah, yeah. But they just think well, I don't forget, it just isn't what they do. They and I think what you say about remembering that it's humans is is really, really important. And I do think we forget that as people kind of in in marketing, if it's probably in particular social media, we forget. Actually, it is a person. When I'm not in work mode, when I am just like Laura on social media, well, when I'm using social media is in the advert break, when I'd be waiting for a kettle to boil, on the playground at school, waiting for the kids to be chucked out, avoiding eye contact with people, like first thing in the morning, <laughs> I go on, see what's happened. But they're all pockets of time that are short. You know, an advert on the TV is what, two or three minutes? So, I could see a post, I could read a post, I could even have the urge to respond to it in some way. But then Vigil comes back on the telly on a Sunday night and that's it. And my phone's gone down and I'm back watching it because that TV programme has grabbed my attention more than that content. That yeah, Or your child grabs your attention or your husband asks you a question. Yeah, yeah. The dog barks, the... The phone rings. That happens a lot, you know. How dare someone ring me? Or oh, um, the most annoying thing is when the app refreshes. Oh, You've just seen this post and then it refreshes and you yeah, lose it. find it. Yeah. Or a notification pops up and you accidentally tap it and that's it. The post is gone. Yeah. So all these kind of human normal things that people do are often, they're the reasons why people haven't engaged. Yeah. You know, and that's why we can't rely on just posting once about something. We can't just say, I'm going to start a a workshop, I'm going to post about it, and then expect that one post to work. We've got to find multiple times to post about the same product to keep. And look, in that vein, if you post about a workshop or whatever you're trying to sell and you don't get any engagement, that doesn't mean you shouldn't post about it again. Lack of engagement. Or worse, that shouldn't mean that you delete it. Oh, God, no. So many people would delete posts that's got no engagement, especially social media managers, because they think, oh, but people are looking and they'll see. But people won't be looking because people don't give a shit. No, people don't care about other people's engagement. No, it's just not a thing, especially for our At the end of the day, if you're selling something, people can't see if you've made sales from it. 
and you're not trying to get comments you're trying to get the sale yeah so that's yeah crazy another reason yeah. is because people quite like a bit of privacy yeah want their friends and family to know what they're doing yeah especially on the older face of books yeah we've already said that people are lurking but sometimes people are lurking because they don't want other people to see what they're doing yeah, without a doubt, I hate commenting on things. And sometimes I've gone to comment on something on Facebook and then I've stopped because I thought, oh, hang on, everyone's going to see this because we've got, you know, we've, I know mutual people who like that page or mutual friends or whatever it is. So I stop because I don't want people to know that I'm interested in a dog comb or liposuction. <laughs> um, and I think if you run accounts where, it potentially highlights a negative attribute of somebody like Slimming World, Come to Fat Club, those kind of things I wouldn't comment on. I might do on Instagram because obviously my friends aren't necessarily going to see that I've commented on it unless they're also seeing that post and seeing my name. But on Facebook in particular, I'm more likely to comment on something that makes me look normal and okay and and nice and than that and all my negative attributes. And I suspect a lot of people are like that on Facebook. Yeah, I would definitely agree. The other thing is that obviously like there's distractions and all of that stuff, but it's also like the wider world, what's happening in the world, that can have a big impact, can't it? And like things change. And like, for instance, when we're in lockdown, everyone was at home looking on their phones, probably much more likely to engage than when we got unlocked and we could go out and about and we're not on our phones so much yeah things change like summer holidays people go away school holidays people just they their lives change for a a period of time don't yeah and you have to kind of remember those like it would be very obvious to us that we wouldn't get a lot of engagement on christmas day but we don't kind of think about the wider holidays and stuff like that as well necessarily the same yeah whereas they do have big impact like there's a big football match on Definitely. But there are things you can learn from this. I used to do social media management for quite a big account and we were particularly targeting kind of working mums. So we used to try to guess what time like the adverts in certain TV programmes would be on because we knew that that was the time that people used to pick up their phone. And they're not going to go read a long news article, are you, in a two or three minute window on your phone or they're not going to engage in conversation or reply to emails they just want those quick ways to fill those two or three minutes and so we used to try to make sure our content was really engaging and in those periods of time so you can try to use that to your advantage yeah innocent used to do that really i don't know if they still do they used to do that really well like when british bake-off was on and things like that Uh, yeah 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 so you can be kind of use it to your advantage and actually kind of help that to inform your strategy but also is to remember that actually August is every year August is a killer of a month but every year it's guaranteed we're all going oh gosh engagement's really bad oh god what have I done wrong it was working have they changed the algorithm yeah and and then we just have to keep reminding ourselves it's school everyone's a school holiday everyone's on the beach or it's too sunny they kind of glare from their phone so they even if they wanted to they couldn't because they're sat in the garden you know or they're just busy so and obviously if your target audience isn't anyone related to having kids or summer holidays and I appreciate that they might be fine in August but on the whole the summer period is a difficult time 
So just to be mindful of that and not to beat yourselves up if you just have a bit of a slow month. And I don't think you should beat yourselves up any time if you're not getting engagement, unless you literally are putting crap content out there that it's never going to get engaged with. And maybe, yeah, give yourself a bit of a talking to. Okay, so on that note then, so let's give a few tips on like... What do, what do we want to make sure that we are doing? So school holidays aside, kind of human behaviour aside, what is our uh, top tips to encourage people to engage? Okay, first off, make them stop scrolling. Put something in their feed that will capture their attention, whether it's an image or a video or a photo, what have you, that will capture their attention long enough for them to actually take an action. So something that is either recognisable as being your brand or that stands out from all of the other content in the newsfeed, maybe. Yep. To ask a question, ask for engagement, but not in a spammy way. Yeah. Not in a spammy way, but tell them what to do. Like, don't forget to save this post. Highlight how they can do that or tap on the product tag to find out more. Be very specific with what you want people to do. Yeah. Another tip for me would be to remember your audience persona like who it is that you're actually trying to speak to and understand those kind of peaks and troughs throughout the day and the peaks and troughs throughout the year that may impact on your engagement and and just be prepared for that and to use it to your advantage where possible and remembering those audience personas what is it that they would want to be seen as engaging with does it make them look good or does it make them look a bit crap because you don't want to make them look crap. No, you don't. We've done a few posts about this recently, haven't we, over on Instagram. In fact, we also did a reel about it. So, yeah, come over there. Come and find us on there. We are the two Lauras on Instagram. So come and join in the conversation over there. We'd love to know if you've got any tips or advice to help people to get more engagement on their posts. And other than that, we will see you in the next episode.